Get ready to be dazed and infused. Join sugar industry expert Latham Woodward for a happier hour each week for a lively and often hilarious discussion on the infusion of cannabis into food, beverages, and life. Explore exciting new culinary landscape trends with fascinating friends and guests who are leading the industry into the uncharted mainstream. Discover curated menus, enhanced cocktails, and live tastings. Life's a little sweeter here on Dazed and Infused. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode of Days and Infused. Tonight, we're very, very privileged to have Audrey Roy from Hazy LA here. And Audrey, welcome to Days and Infused. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me on. You're welcome. And it's, it was wonderful to run into you the other day at um, a dispensary in West LA, I think it was, or West Hollywood. Yeah. And we were doing it traditionally. You were in there doing your thing and I was in there doing my thing, trying to get my brands in there. And I think you were trying to do your thing, which was very heartening to me because in the land of email and, (laughs) you know, phone calls or texts, you don't see people hitting the ground. And I I like seeing that. So much love to you on that one. That was fantastic. Yeah, it was great running into you. I try to get out and meet with people face to face as much as possible. So very unusual today, huh? Ground. (laughs) they never expect it that's what I find you know you try to arrange those email appointments and they're like whoa he's here (laughs) yeah exactly it's it's always hit or miss when it comes to the retail locations that's for sure but um as soon as you get in front of people it just makes the whole experience so much better and so much more understanding and um I think it's just the still you know always remains the best way to do sales and to do business I love hearing that. Old school. That's great. Um, (laughs) So um, we had the privilege of having our Shuggies Cannabis Cocktail Bar at the Hazy LA event. I think on the, was it the 13th? Friday the 13th? It was the 15th in Hollywood. Yeah. And thank you so much for providing the amazing Shuggies Bar. It was so much fun and added such a vibe to the event. So we were super happy to have you on board. I'd love to be there for anything you guys do because the 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 atmosphere was so cool. It was super groovy, like in the '60s, and everyone's very chill. And I that's my experience with all cannabis events. My whole life has been there's never really any problems at a cannabis event. They're always pretty fun, and that was a great vibe, and I loved it. And the music there was amazing, super cool. Definitely, yeah. Thank you. Stay tuned for more because we'll be having more music events coming up. We have our Friday the Thirteenth event coming up in March, so lots of exciting things on the horizon. Keep me on that list. All right. So I want to start out here with my traditional question, Audrey. What's your relationship historically to cannabis? Where Where did you get into cannabis? Yeah. So I mean, I started smoking cannabis when I was in high school. Probably the first time I smoked was 14. Um, I lived and grew up in Ohio. So my access to cannabis was a lot different than it is out here in California. Um, Yeah. And so, you know, I wasn't really a heavy smoker. I mean, on and off through high school and then just kind of on and off through my first few years um, post-college. And then um, I came out to California and I just realized how many different products there are all about. I started learning all about microdosing um, and just really just 
becoming obsessed with the industry and obsessed with, you know, what plant medicine can do for people and just really learning all the ins and outs of the product and the industry. And so um, that moment really kind of transitioned my, my love for cannabis, which I've always had to just being a full blown obsessed. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And that all happened when I first started getting into the industry about three years ago. And initially you worked with um, high times or was it with um, dope? magazine first yeah so i started barrel rolling my way into the industry i previously worked in digital marketing in um you know traditional brands like influencer marketing and Mm -hmm. then i um just started reaching out to the industry going to different events networking meeting with people i worked for a few different brands um i worked for dosis for a little bit and did a an event for pop and barkley so i was kind of dipping my toes into a lot of different areas of the industry and then i officially made the leap when i got my job with dope magazine Mm -hmm. um and was running the entire state of California for dope. So it was a really cool experience because they were based out of um, Seattle. And so I was able to just kind of start my own branch of dope in California and really be the go-to resource for California brands. Um, And then got bought out by High Times. Um, The office and headquarters for High Times is here in Westwood. Mm-hmm. So I took my talents over there and was there for a little bit. Um, and that's where I met my business partners. And we left around 4.20 last year. <laughs> <laughs> How appropriate. That's funny. Well, exactly. <laughs> and it's funny because now um, I've met you, obviously, in person a couple of times. And we have some mutual friends. And it's, a, it's funny because the whole industry it seems like to me is kind of distilling down a bit and it's kind of, it's good because obviously the serious people are are there and the ones who are trying to move, move the needle with cannabis are, are there and it's, it's good to see. But I have to say um, that recently it's kind of turned into a shit show. It's really been weird. And I, I, it's like second wave or third wave weirdness. But now it's in the metric monitored state of legality, and it's still kind of strange. And I don't know when it's all going to end. What are your take? What's your take on that? Yeah, I'm. I'm interested to see how it's going to pan out too. When we first legalized officially to recreational, there was talk about it taking about three years years to really uh, shake things out. And we're on our third year now. So throughout this whole experience and me getting into the industry and um, just kind of riding this wave, it's been up and down and up and down. And it seems like it's the worst thing at this point, but then it just, you know, keeps going and keeps getting crazier. So right now it is a total shit show, but I've seen dips in this space since being in it. So I don't know when it'll settle down. Um, it'll be interesting to see, you know, what happens as things continue to get legalized and states end up coming on board and how each state works. And it's, it's crazy to see, but um, 
it's makes the whole industry exciting and it makes the reward and the payoff so much more worth it. <laughs> well, you're right. I mean, and I, with your background in terms of coming out from Ohio and just kind of, you got into cannabis and you've done a lot of cool things. I could tell this from your brief bio there. And you do have a lot of experience within the space and that's what a lot of people don't understand. And I still get even now, and I'm NorCal guy, you know, and I, I run into people all the time. It's like, Oh, that's so cool. You're in this business. It must be so fun. It's like, yeah, it's, it's a business. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's, it's fun. And events like yours and events that I do myself, like in San Diego last week, they're fun, but it's, it's still, you got to move cannabis forward. <laughs> you just can't stay where you are. And that's been the hardest thing. And now with people trying to get into um, legal, legal and be metric compliant, all this stuff, people, I mean, the outside world doesn't see what the constraints we're under and me being on, you know, the retail side, I mean, the wholesale to retail side, very, very little understanding of what's up against us all the time. It's and it's kind of weird. And today I heard a couple more big players are going down and it's crazy. And, and when I hear hear the amount of money these guys burn through, that's what's crazy. Exactly. Companies that you never thought would go be going anywhere are just completely done now at this point. And so it's it's the wild west. I mean, everyone's out here fending for themselves and it's it's tough. But I think that's really where collaboration comes in and being able to help each other and move each other forward and you know, give brands opportunities to get in front of the right people and create content and just move as much as we can together is really what I believe is going to make this work. I love that. And keep preaching that. Okay. Because everyone needs to hear it. And the more we stick together, the more we will emerge together. And when you're getting frustrated, if you're listening to this right now and you're in the cannabis business and you've been hearing no a lot, or you're not getting in the door or you're not making the penetration you think you should stick with it mm-hmm. and really, and go old school. Audrey and I were just talking about, you know, knocking on doors and, and getting FaceTime. That's really important. So if you're out there in the fledgling cannabis business, get out there and do it old school. You know. Exactly. Get in front of as many people as possible. Utilize your network as much as you can. And um, yeah, just don't give up. Don't give up. That's the most important thing. And stay true, straight, stay true to the flowers. Stay true to the, the ethos of the green space because, you know, it doesn't bring you bad stuff. My, my whole experience has been very positive. And the business side is what it is because you got to do that. But the other, the other aspects of it, meeting great people and having fantastic events and, and going interesting places, that's really cool. And I will never, never, never say that's not totally worth it. It's been a, a dream for me, frankly, like a total dream. Exactly. It's the best part just to go back to the plant and really just narrow it down to why are we doing this? And it's because this plant is so special and it helps so many people and it changes lives and all the business stuff is so easy to get, you know, run down by and people telling, you no and regulations and metric and all these things. But when you really boil it down, it comes down to the plant and that's, what's most important. We all have to keep pushing for that. So 
Absolutely. And uh, much love to all the farmers out there who may be listening. I, I really dig what you do and you bring us all the goodness we share every day. So keep doing that With, without you, we'd be screwed. Um, <laughs> so um, when uh, I think we're going to about to break and we're going to come back and I'm just going to talk a little more about where this is going and hear more of Audrey's comments. So you're on Days and Infused and we'll be right back. We'll be back to crave your sweet tooth with more Dazed and Infused right after this. Dazed and Infused. Join sugar industry expert Latham Woodward for a happier hour each week for a lively and often hilarious discussion on the infusion of cannabis into food, beverages, and life. Explore exciting new culinary landscape trends with fascinating friends and guests who are leading the industry into the uncharted mainstream. Discover curated menus, enhanced cocktails, and live tastings. Life's a little sweeter here on Dazed and Infused. Elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling, with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah, how sweet it is. Shuggies infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. Order your Shuggies now at S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet, take-anywhere treat. Fetch your earbuds and stay tuned for some pure pet care conversation. Hi, it's Angela Ardolino with It's a Dog's Life, and I have Hernanda Umana joining me. We're just both so fascinated with how much we've learned since we've been in this pet industry and creating an all-natural product. Because it's a dog's life. I am a huge fan of my guest today, Dr. Bob Goldstein. I have, in my experience, not seen many natural substances produce the results that CBD is producing in the animals that we are testing on. It's a Dog's Life with Angela Ardolino, only on Cannabis Radio. How sweet it is. Dazed and Infused is back, only on CannabisRadio.com. And we're back with Audrey Roy. This is Latham Woodward, your host on Days and Infused. Audrey, when we left it, we were talking about kind of the difficulties in the business, but let's move on to the future because we all got to be hopeful. We all have to be enthusiastic and we got to move to the future. What what do you think um, the future holds for cannabis? Man, it's so tough to tell just because (laughs) it's so unexpected and you never know what you're going to wake up to. Um, But, you know, I hope that we see federal legalization here shortly. I hope that everyone in the whole world can get access to this plant. Um, And, you know, I hope that we can figure out some type of system that makes this accessible to everyone. Um, I don't know what that's going to look like or what that could take. Um, and obviously it's, it's going to take a lot of work to get there, but we're on the right path and I'm so excited to, you know, live in a place and be alive during this time where 
this is all happening. And, and it's possible and possibilities are out there. That's the, it's exactly. like a, what do they call it? A white space in tech, right? It's a white space. We can write this, right? We can write the future. We can, we can literally dictate what the future could be. And it's um, within right. our network, within the group of friends we have within the vast, you know, cannabis sphere. I think there's enough really good thinkers out there to really craft something really beautiful at the end of this. Exactly. And it's not going anywhere. I mean, this is all here to stay at some capacity. So we just got to keep pushing forward. We got to keep helping each other out and we just got to hold on tight and enjoy the ride as much as we can. Hold on for dear life. (laughs) Seriously though. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, and within the space that you're in right now and you're doing events and besides uh, your March 13th thing that you've got coming up Friday the 13th, Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think in terms of the connection between entertainment and cannabis, which has always been huge going back to, you know, Bob Marley and the whalers and everything else. I mean, back in the day, Jimmy Cliff and classic and the scatolites and all these people. Um, do you think that is never going to end? And it's going to morph into something new. Like the young woman you had, uh, at hazy LA on, uh, Hollywood Boulevard. I can't remember her name, but she was amazing. Yeah, Mac and Gold, she was amazing. And just mixing together the cannabis industry with all of these other creative industries that are out there just makes so much sense, especially yes. when it comes to music and cannabis and art and cannabis and culture and fashion and entertainment. I mean, there's so much opportunity there. And, um, you know, I see it being a huge way to normalize the plant by integrating it with all of these traditional industries and Mm -hmm. um you know combining it with your everyday lifestyle because at the end of the day these products are a part of your lifestyle or they should be in some capacity you know so yeah um, being able to just integrate that super easy with everything that you already do is a no-brainer to having people understand and um, accept the plant worldwide. One thing I can say about your event too, was I was really impressed with the way you paced the music or whether they paced the music. It didn't seem super orchestrated and it was much more in the vibe of the group. And it was not, you know, you go to a bar, you go to see an act and it's like, Oh, here's the pre-act and here's the preset and here's the set and they're going to take a break and come back. It wasn't like that. It was like, we're going to do four songs and then we're out of here and I'm going to have something to drink. And I'm going to let these other guys come up and I'm going to come back. I loved that. It was fantastic. Yeah. We want to try to keep it chill, keep the lifestyle vibe going and just have a really good time. The goal, I mean, I love going to a bar and just stumbling upon someone who's playing music and it's just like the best act and it's so epic and you just can't even believe that you have no idea who this person is. Oh, I know. And so that was what we wanted to bring to the table for this. Instead of going to a bar, you're at a cannabis event and you know, the music talent that we had there is just local artists that are right here in LA and you know, came world, through- world class, by the way, world class. They're amazing. Exactly, which is great. I mean, it's insane that, you know, we have all these amazing people right here. We should be utilizing them for the industry and 
bridging that gap because then we have you know all of those people's friends and their networks and you know it just really integrates everyone as much as possible so um i I think it seemed more like a um like you stepped into a practice sesh with a a really good band That that was the vibe it was really nice yeah exactly and my partners and i we all have event production background and music industry and entertainment industry background so we i mean we're we're boots on the ground we're consumers we put together events that we would personally want to go to um and we're really just kind of integrated as much as we can in the culture so i think that shines through in our events and it really helps just bring a different style of cannabis events at the table yeah and and for people at home who may not live live in california if you're in LA, go to a place like I've seen a number of really good acts at uh, the Pink Taco on Sunset, mm-hmm. and I literally was sitting there going, "Who who is this person? They're they're genius." I mean, and it's just like the amount of talent, like you're saying, in Los Angeles is incredible. So get out there and explore. It's really cool. Exactly. Um, now, in terms of the future of cannabis, um, other than legalization. Do you think we're wandering away from vape and the heavy hitters? Or do you think the heavy hitters like diamonds and uh, rosin? Rosin seems to be coming on hard and strong. Um, but a lot of the vape things seem to be going away. Yeah, I think it just depends on the type of consumer you are and what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there'll always be vapes just because of the ease of use, the lack of smell. Um, you know, it's, it's a good way to consume and getting into cannabis consumption. I guess it's a good like ease. I know my parents love vapes and edibles and it's just an easy transition for them. Um, so I don't think that it's going to go away. Um, but I think people are getting a lot smarter about it and people are just really understanding that they need to know where their products are coming from and just really be more hyper aware of that. Um, but products, you know, they're constantly being evolving and that you go through different times where things are more popular than others. Um, so I think there's always going to be a market for just different products, but, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I think they just kind of ebb and flow with their popularity. So you're a Ohio native, right? Yes. What do you think about what's going down there? I mean, it's kind of exciting, right? It's very exciting. My brother is actually dabbling into the industry out there. He's a chef. So oh, he's all right. um, doing some edibles out there and just really kind of getting involved in the community. And it's great i love to see the transition um i think ohio is a great state for cannabis um just with all of the farmlands that are there i'm super excited to see what ends up coming out of it um and you know how it eventually evolves but we actually threw a cannabis event out there last fourth of july (laughs) and uh we brought a bunch of people together we put the pineapple in everyone's face and you know we had a good time but it was uh it's definitely a very immature market Mm. and um you know i'm excited to see it evolve 
for people out there who don't know what the pineapple is, it's a double doobie pineapple that you suck through. And I did it. It was really good. It's like <laughs> pineapple. It was fantastic. Well, and, we're going to uh, that every state, hopefully one day. <laughs> it's fantastic. It was like some sort of a uh, tiki thing. You know, I was like, wow, got to do the pineapple. Yeah, we started doing it at our launch party and it just, everyone looks so beautiful when they're smoking out of a pineapple. And then the pineapple is also just a symbol of bringing people together and positivity. So, And good fortune and good luck. Exactly. So it's just kind of become our little hazy additive to every party. (laughs) I like, I'm going to wear my pineapple Hawaiian shirt next time I see you. Yes, please do. Um, so we're going to go into a break and, and at the next break, um, we're going to share, I'm going to share a funny story with you and hopefully you have something that has to do with cannabis and it can be ridiculous and stupid, but we want to hear it because that's kind of what cannabis does. Sometimes you have those wicked, stupid moments, but they're hilarious. So if you got one of them, bring it up and, uh, we'll be back the break. We'll be back to Crave Your Sweet Tooth with more Dazed and Infused right after this. The cannabis industry is growing almost as fast as the cannabis and hemp being planted and harvested. Where, when, and how fast will the cannabis and hemp industries continue to climb? Who will be the people leading the charge into that promised land of profit? Let's pursue those answers and more with the Plant Profits. Welcome to another episode of Plant Profits. I am Bert Miller, your host. As you guys know, the purpose of this show is to introduce you to some of the most forward-thinking executives and companies in the cannabis industry. Plant Profits, only on CannabisRadio.com. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. (laughs) They have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing, healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA free and lead free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold, so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. The cannabis industry is evolving at a radical pace, progressing toward the green peak. Each week, join Richard Zwicky, a cannabis visionary and entrepreneur, as he interviews experts from around the globe to discuss updates and evolutions in the world of cannabis. The The Green Green Peak Peak with Richard Zwicky. How sweet it is. Dazed and Infused is back only on CannabisRadio.com. And we're back. I'm Latham Woodward, your host, and this is Dazed and Infused, and tonight we have Audrey Roy. Audrey, welcome back. And it's that time in the show when I ask you to tell the listeners at home a funny story. But I'm going to start with a funny story tonight first because it has to do with you and our event. And it was kind of the highlight of my evening, and it's going to sound really goofy, but when I sent my guest list to you, 
different people I wanted to have. I, I invited my friend, uh, John and Karen, and John's a pretty well-known music producer in LA, and he couldn't come. So he said, well, have my kids, Opal and Otis, come. They're, they're great, you know? It's like, sure, I'll put them on the guest list. So we're about an hour or two in. It's a very smoky hot box in that place. And I see Opal and her friend, and I'm like, hey, where's your brother? It's like, oh, he's way back in line. And so I'm like, oh, whatever. And I got into my thing. I'm making cocktails for people. And then I get a text, and it's um, Otis's mom. Karen. And she says, Otis is stuck in line. Can you go out there and get him? And I'm like, okay, I'll do this. So I put down my stuff and I walk out to the front and you're very helpful security people who are fantastic, by the way. I said, I'm going to go get these kids. They're way back in line. I go out there and I see Otis and his friends and I just yell out to him, Otis, your mother texted me to come get you, come in. And the, his, all his boys were like, what? <laughs> Oh my God, I love it. <laughs> and everybody in line is like, whoa, dude. So brought him in and it was so funny. It just made my whole night, you know, just like getting these kids in. They're like 24 years old. It was pretty Yeah, cool. and it's just like, your mother texted me. Like the last people <laughs> thing that, pe- the last thing that people would expect. Exactly. And it was just pretty funny. I was very impressed with the line outside the whole night, by the way. That was very impressive. You've done a great job. Oh, thank you. I was, I was just blown away by the support of people coming through and, you know, everyone always does. And we try to make the check-in process as most efficient and easy as possible, but I appreciate everyone standing out there and waiting to come in and I hope everyone made it in and had a good time. They did, believe me. And Otis and his sister had a great time. Good, good. So, So you have anything to share with anybody at home? Oh man, I have so many stony stories. I'm trying to think of, you know, some of the best and it just takes me back to probably the highest I've ever been, um, which that's a good place to start, which would have to be at, uh, my first few cannabis cups. Um, So I went to the high times cannabis cup, the harvest cup, I think it was, um, way before, before I was even in the industry. And so being a part of that and as a consumer from Ohio, you know, not really knowing what this is like, uh, was just insane and such a crazy experience. And so I remember going up to the rosin tech booth and actually buying, my own flower that I could then press right there and then dab. I, re- I remember those guys. Yes. It was just a crazy experience for me because I've never even seen a rosin press in my life. And then just to be able to like the freshness and just everything right there. So my friend and I, we, we got some flour, we had them press it for us and they go to dab us out and they just pull the entire slab off and put it in there. Oh God. And, uh, it was, and we, I still laugh at the videos to this day of just like the highest I've ever been for hours after that. It was also like, I was very new to dabbing and the whole experience was just insane. 
Um, So that's definitely the best one. And then um, Dope Cup up in in Seattle, um, doing that was just crazy too. And the highest I've definitely ever been besides Harvest Cup. Um, And just like staying with all my coworkers in a big house in Seattle and all coming together and bringing all our weed from all these different places in the country and trying different stuff. And cups are just, they're so much fun. Yeah, I I always laugh when I you know you're at a, a cup and you see the um the dab bar and you see these little people come up and they're young you know and they're like oh I'll try a dab and you're just like don't do it <laughs> don't do it. you look very innocent exactly <laughs> don't you don't do know what you're about to do to yourself yeah but. well that's a good one and it's very relatable I like it um so let's move move on to what do you got going in the future what events do you have coming up are they industry events they open events and what do you think you got coming up in the next year and a half or year? Yeah, we have a ton of things coming up, tons of events. The next one is Friday the 13th. It's going to be the second time we're doing Friday the 13th. We'll have live tattoos, live DJs, Whoa. a really fun cultural night right in Mid-City. It's at a really cool venue, so I'm super excited. Um, and the next year, I mean, just keep pushing along, keep working with brands, keep helping people out and really being a resource and providing brands with the tools to succeed. Um, and, you know, I'm looking forward to expanding into other states, to doing some international stuff and just taking it to the highest levels we possibly can. Um, yeah, make sure you follow Hazy, sign up for our newsletter, Hazy underscore LA on Instagram. Uh, Insta, hit the Insta. Stay tuned for more. There's lots of good things out there. Well, I hope I can be a part of that. Me personally and Shuggies in your future, we were, we always got your back. Uh, we love what you're doing and the future is very bright for all of us and we stick together as a family. And I think, uh, we're all going to make it out of this thing alive, as they say, you know? And <laughs> so um, as we part tonight, I'd just like to say thank you very much, Audrey, for your introduction to your group and the that very chill scene in the crowd you, you bring with you. And obviously you're doing something really well because people love you and I can tell. So tonight we've been with Audrey Roy of Hazy LA and that's Hazy underscore LA on Insta. So give them a follow and uh, see what they're up to in the next year. This has been Latham Woodward with Days Infused. You can find us at www.shuggies.com, the agave and sugar sweetener with THC. Easy five milligrams any day, anytime you want it. Thank you, Audrey. Let's uh, get together soon. Yes, definitely. Thank you so much. Thanks for being here. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.